Part of any good citizen is to understand the issue that is presented to you, but not necessarily from the usual suspects, from the usual points of view. Let's talk about China. Could we possibly be making a mistake by overreacting? Could we be kind of <clears throat> kind of overdoing it? The weather balloon? Now this is interesting. Paul Craig Roberts is a very interesting uh, uh, fellow. And he is one of these folks who, um, let me try to get this here, who is, uh, he, he's, he's been one of, one of the best by virtue of trying to give people a new perspective. I think he was, he was initially big during, um, he was big during the uh, uh, Reagan administration. Anyway, this is his thing, the China, Chinese spy balloon hoax. And I saw this, and like I said, I think it's important not necessarily just to always look at those things that we agree with, but but look at look at what others have written, and also very importantly, try to see if at all possible that maybe you're maybe you're looking at it the wrong way, and I always like to do that. So maybe we're over maybe we're kind of exaggerating this. Maybe we're into this kind of a I don't want to say sinophobic. Uh, piece because that implies kind of an irrational um, distrust or or blame, accusatory blame of China. But in the meantime, it's fascinating to me that we will look at this. Now, here's some of the 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 language. The Chinese explanation is the only one that makes any sense. This is according to Paul Craig Roberts. It is a civilian airship that used for research, mainly meteorological purposes, affected by the westerlies and with limited self-steering capability. The airship deviated far from its planned course. The Chinese side regrets the unintended entry of the airship into U.S. airspace due to an unforeseen and unintentional or unintended outcome. The Chinese side will continue communicating with the U.S. side and properly handle this unexpected situation uh, caused by wind and limited steering capability. A translation uses the term force majeure, an unforeseen event. Now, let me see if I can explain this one. First of all, whereas I'm, I'm a very big, I'm a big fan of Mr. Robert, I say BS, caca del toro on this one. No way. First, to even suggest, to intimate that you would trust China with anything at any time is something that I can't even, I can't even put into words as to how silly that is, number one. Number two, it could be, in fact, it could be this could be some kind of oops, weather, what have you. But you have got to be out of your mind if you think for a moment that there would not be anything necessarily sinister about this. 
Now, let me go back a little bit more. And let me see if I can explain this to you. I don't blame China for any, any uh, move on their part to enjoy an international sense of power and control and dominance. We did it. It is, it, is the, it, it, it is the essence of every country to do it. Let me go back a little bit more. Uh, and this is important, obviously. As a realist, I love that term, as a realist, the thing that I like to always put into perspective is the way people think collectively. What do they think? What, what do they think? Whether it's the Democrats or Republicans or the Russians, what do the Russians think? How, you, you for example, cannot understand or explain anything regarding Ukraine or whatever if you don't look at how Russia thought post-1989, 1991, post uh, the fall of the Soviet Union. Cannot. If you don't understand how they think, if you don't understand how they think and what they think, if you don't, you are wasting your time. You hear what I'm saying? You're wasting your time. You have to understand what they think. Don't agree with it. Be, for lack of a better word, empathic. Feel what it is that they feel. That's all. Understand it. Grasp it and move on accordingly. Now, unfortunately, for reasons that I shan't understand and, and I have a hard time explaining to people, we always look at China somehow differently, that they're evil per se, but they are not evil necessarily to be evil. They are evil the way we've been evil. We are in a hundred and, oh my God, 600, I have no idea. Look at the amount of, look, look, look at the air bases, the military. Let me just show you right now. And by the way, you see what I'm doing? How easy this is? How many um, foreign bases uh, do America, let's see, it's a very simple thing. Right now, there are roughly 750 <laughs> U.S. foreign military bases. Uh, they are spread across 80 nations. After the U.S. is the U.K., but they have 145 bases. Now, what if I told you that China, that China had 750 U.S. foreign military bases? What would you think about China? You'd probably think, my God, that's excessive. That is insanity. That is per se excessive. What are they up to? But if we do it, well, right? This is... Excuse me, my nose is running. This is who we are. This is the way people think. For thee, and not for, and not for me, or <laughs> you know, for for me and not for thee. It's it, it's just it's incredible. So China is doing a variety of things, and I expect them to be doing things that would boggle your mind. Stealing every bit of our intellectual property, every bit of our intellectual arsenal. Everything from from handbags and purses and and designer bags to 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 uh, uh, um, uh, programs and uh, and electronics and name it, 
have created them. They are the manufacturing titan. I never forget this one. I never forget this. Whenever they talk about the idea of uh, phones, you know, the cell phones and Apple phones, whenever they talk about that, um, they always, this is very interesting, they always talk about, well, why, why China? Why whatever it is? Okay. Um, interestingly enough, and I find this to be most fascinating, interestingly enough, in China, if you went to have, if you want to have a, uh, 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 a, a, a factory that has, uh, I don't know, a quarter of a million employees, I mean, some what? Where the mid-management is a master's level and above, Numbers, wait, wait, what? A quarter of a million, maybe 100,000 employees doing 24 hours, the best of the best of the best, you know, the Foxconn or Foxconn, whatever it's called. China has it. They are, they are manufacturing geniuses. They've got stuff we could never even dream of. We don't have it. We don't have the, the expertise, the education. We don't have the workforce. We don't have any of this stuff. Any of this stuff, period. Okay? Okay. Now, what is also critical to note, and that I, that I find fascinating, is that we seem almost shocked when they do this. We seem put out. We seem upset or bothered or I don't know what the word is, but we... But we seem like, um, we seem like this is just behavior that is unusual. It's the way we do things. And right now, when it comes to these folks, and let me explain something, and let me try not to sound too, sometimes I say this and people take it the wrong way, but I'm going to say it again. I'm going to. Try it my own way. There are some people who who are they they live in a world and they live in a mindset where they want to see what your reaction is going to be, and they want to see what's the amount what, what's the U.S. going to do. Let's see what happens. Let let's just let's just see this, and they. They will never tell you, hey, um, your reaction to this was certainly uh, commensurate and and uh, and uh, 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 compatible with the degree of threat that was posed. They're not going to say that to you. But they will say this, which is what was said years ago. Years ago when I was in, you've heard me say this many times, we were in Israel and I was talking to this uh, this uh, officer, if you will, from the uh, their, their, their State Department, in essence, their version of it. I mean, we were talking about 9-11 and Iraq and Afghanistan. And I said, I, I saw no particular reason why we were in Iraq or Afghanistan or whatever it is. I see no reason whatsoever, period. And he said, you know, you may not think that. He said, but let me tell you the way people thought about it here. They looked at George Bush and said, now that's the United States we know. They respected it. 
They respected this military response. They respected the fortitude. They respected it. And I never forgot that. So while you and I may think intellectually, we may think, well, you know, this is kind of excessive. This is really not necessary. This is really a waste of time. This is really blah, blah, blah. Other people will say to you specifically, you know, um, in effect, I don't care what you think. I care what they think. And if the world is watching what the United States, when it took an F-22 Raptor, our, the, the ultimate, you didn't, you didn't even need that. You could have used, this is a weather, a balloon, weather balloon, my ass. You could have had, you know, a Piper Cub with a, you know, shoot it. But we took the ultimate fighter that we had using a sidewinder, which cost about, what, 400000 I forget how much. That, that, it was kind of overkill, but we waited too, too long. But we shot it down. What was the message of that? What was the message? How did we look? How did we look to the rest of the world? How did we look? How did we look in terms of the way that we um, respond to all these folks, how is it? How, 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 how do we look? Can't say it enough. China poses a threat, and other countries as well too, but like nothing else. I hope to God that we have the most brutal, expansive, extensive, uh, surveillance network and capabilities on that country so that we, we, us, whoever we are, steal from them first. I hope we are brutal. I hope we, we grab every bit of their data. I hope that for years and years, I always believed that uh, Silicon Valley uh, was nothing but a a kind of an intel hub. They were basically proxies for the government. I hope that by virtue of the spyware that they've been able to utilize and develop, they were able to apply it to China and the like. I hope that we are the most invasive and intrusive. And the, 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 the how do I say this? I hope we are the most I don't know what the word is. I hope we do everything that they think we do. But the problem is simply this. How do we do this when we have a group of people who say, excuse me, we don't represent the United States. We are the shadow government. And you've got a president who has been compromised by virtue of China. You've got, you don't even know anything that's on that laptop, anything that Hunter Biden has, anything that is even remotely, remotely um, a part of uh, uh, uh. I mean, I don't even want to say, but we're seeing little bits and dribs and drabs of, 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 of smoking, I don't know what it is, if it's meth or crack or whoever knows, and with children and sexual, I have no idea, but 
do you know that whoever has that information and never forget Israel. Now, let me say something. I'm not doing a Joe Rogan. I'm saying this out of respect. I would look first. When you say Mossad, everybody uses that. But Israel in terms of Jeffrey Epstein, Israel in terms of, of us. Because remember, every country wants to know what they can get the goods on in terms of other countries. And if I were Israel, if I were, I would want to make sure that I would be able to go to the United States and say, listen, don't ever get cheeky with us regarding Palestinian claims. Don't ever, don't ever, because if you do, you will rue that day. Because we've got the dirt on you. This is what I would do. Oh, I'd be terrible. I would go to France or UK or whatever it is. I would say to whoever, I would say, listen, uh, Prince Chuck or whoever it is, you better figure out a way to come to our side because if I ever let this information go regarding Andrew, your your house of Windsor comes down. So work with us on this. You don't think I would do this to protect my country? But here's the best part. Who's looking out for us? Do you think the shadow government represents us? Hell no. Do you think the shadow government works for, 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 um, for uh, or works with Biden? No. So all of this doesn't matter. Who's running this show? Assuming that the shadow government works in concert with China, they may say, in essence, China's our friend. We have no allegiance to the U.S. Fly over, learn whatever you want, who knows. And let me also tell you something. The biggest thing you've got to worry about is an electromagnetic pulse, an EMP, a Carrington event pulse that will fry everything. We've been talking about that for the longest time, and now people are saying, for, it's very simple. I remember seeing James Woolsey at, an, at a lecture here in New York. Uh, we talked about, and he always thought it would be Iran, but some low kind of a suborbital explosion, nuclear in nature, that basically sends out gamma rays or whatever the particular iteration of, of electromagnetic radiation is that fries the grid and that we are in the dark. And if that happens, can you, can you, do you know what would happen to the the order of this country there would be none there would be none none we we wouldn't we we, we would we oh my god during i remember uh, during the a couple of hurricanes here and there people lost their minds over just the brief interruption the brief interruption of you know um no electricity isn't that something imagine if everything goes no ATMs, traffic lights, no computers, airports. I mean, do you know what runs on electricity? Uh, try everything, hospitals. Hope you get your generator going. You don't think that's possible? You better believe that's possible. And what are we going to do if that happens? What are we going to do, attack China? Is anybody even thinking about this? No. Because as long as you have this senescent dotard who has been compromised by the world, we'll never get to the bottom of that. All right, my dear friend. Music, music, music. How about this one? This is Hip Link Chain. Change my blues. Nightlife. Love this. This reminds me that there is goodness in the world, that there's something to be happy about, that somehow in this cacophony of shite, there is at least our music. Have a great and a glorious day. Thank you so much for watching. I'd love to hear your thoughts and comments about this.
But be careful whom you say this to, because next thing you'll be called is sinophobic. So comment as you see fit.